Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and I have to put on my Vactivist hat today. Um, I know people are probably tired of hearing this, but everybody needs to get the COVID-19 vaccine if you are willing and able. Um, and that's an important distinction, if you are willing and able. And, and if you're not willing and able, don't be a vaxhole about it. You know, I, I don't know if this is still happening, but I heard some stories a couple months ago about anti-vaxxers who were making appointments to get the vaccine and then they just wouldn't show up to the appointment hoping that the shot would get wasted that's just so fucked up like if you don't want the vaccine that's whatever but don't ruin it for someone who actually wants and needs the vaccine don't be a vax hole but you know i also understand this is america and that's not lost on me so there are gonna be assholes but anyway um you know, researchers have estimated that about 70 to 85 percent of people need to be immune to the virus in order for us to reach the the highly debated herd immunity you know which essentially means the virus stops spreading and wanes out but um, even that's not an immediate overnight thing like even if we do reach herd immunity um, and as of april 10th anyway about 20 percent of the u.s population was fully vaccinated so we're not out of the woods yet um, so, vax up and mask up. <laughs> uh, that should be the slogan this spring and summer. Vax up, mask up, baby. Um, then there's the old Biden bump, you know. Um, Biden wants to speed up the timeline. He said he wants every adult to be eligible for the vaccine by April 19th. So, that's reassuring. But this all comes down to people actually getting the vaccine. You know, more eligibility is great, but people actually need to sign up and get vaccinated. Um there was a poll back in March that showed 13% of respondents said they would definitely not get the vaccine, uh, you know, which is unfortunate, but not surprising. And 17% said they would wait and see. And that's fair, I think. Interesting and fair. Like, so in order to help convince that 17%, um, I figured I could talk about my personal experience getting the vaccine um, with some help of my good friend, Caitlin. Uh, so here's our conversation. Caitlin, you got the uh, Moderna vaccine, right? Correct. Okay, yeah, me too. So let's compare notes. Uh, how'd the first one go for you? It was pretty good. Um, I didn't notice any like side effects at all after, other than a week after um, I got called COVID arm, just like, a tiny rash, itchy rash on the, like at the injection site. Hmm. Um, but even that, like my coworker had told me that it happened to her. So I was kind of looking out for it and had it happened. Like, otherwise I think I kind of just like, Oh yeah, my arm itches and it's a little red and that's it. Like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have even known to associate it with it. Um, and I wouldn't have, I wasn't worried or anything, you know, that's interesting. I actually hadn't heard of this COVID arm. Oh, yeah. Oh. Apparently, it's actually common. I, well, I don't know. Cause my, yeah, my coworker, she told me about it. She said she looked it up and that everything she saw said it was common. So I, I, I got a little roundabout hearsay on that, I guess. <laughs> I had not heard that. And I got Moderna, too. And um, I didn't feel anything. Like, literally, actually, like, as I was getting the injection, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel the needle go in or anything. 
Really? Oh, so, man, I felt it, like, in my muscle. I, I was, like, hyper-aware, yeah. Interesting. And so, like, I actually questioned whether or not they actually injected me because I didn't – I literally oh. felt nothing. And be- before I knew it, they were putting a Band-Aid on my arm. And I was like, wait a second, like, you need to inject me first. <laughs> and, like, I got home. I was, like, super – anxious about it like they didn't actually give me this vaccine and so like i took the band-aid off like there's no blood on the band-aid i know it was a small injection obviously so there wouldn't be that much blood but i didn't see anything on the band-aid so i was like freaking out like wow i didn't get the first dose at all (laughs) (laughs) and then um later that night um i'm like tossing and turning in bed and as per usual and i roll over onto my left arm where i got the shot and then i felt this sharp pain Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, actually, I did get the vaccine then. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I didn't experience this COVID arm, uh, the rash that you were talking about. I just felt the pain um, a few hours later. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah, and I actually, like, I forgot about that with the first one. Like, yeah, it, it hurt to the touch. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a bummer. But besides that, um, first one wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then, well, what about the second dose? for you that one for me yeah that was like almost I, I don't even want to say bad but like I just felt it right away like yeah my you could tell my body was kind of just kicking at it right away um instantly like my whole arm was really really sore within a couple of hours afterwards mm-hmm. um and like through my neck you know like that kind of cold like when you have a cold and your your neck and your shoulders are super tight and you just have those that tense body feeling right um and then that that was like the night of and then so i got mine on a saturday so the, the following sunday i was um like it, it really did it just felt like a really bad cold like my whole body ached i kind of was sweaty um i don't like chills you know um right right i i didn't spike a fever at all during the day though so that was good oh, nice. and then honestly like that was sunday and monday it was it was like that didn't even happen. I felt perfectly fine. It was crazy. Nice. So yeah, all in all, so not too bad. No, not at not at all. Um, and then yeah, that Sunday, you know, thankfully it was like a weekend, so I didn't have to. I, I with my work schedule, I didn't have to worry about that or anything. I could just take the time I needed and and rest. So gotcha. that's good. So you know that expression: uh, first is the worst, second is the best. Yes. <laughs> um. For me, that did not apply to the <laughs> the vaccine. Um, the second one was way worse for me. Um, mm-hmm. And so I got mine on a Friday morning, and I, I was fine. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, I was definitely, like, looking to make sure they actually injected me this time. <laughs> and so, like, I, maybe it was because I was staring, but I actually felt it this time. So I was like, okay, check. Make sure that's good. Um, like, this guy's got a weird fetish staring <laughs> right? at needles going in. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure it gets in there nice and deep. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, that day, um, didn't feel anything. I was totally fine. Uh, but that night... That's when I started to get pretty severe body chills, like I was shaking and uh, fever kicked in. So it was a rough night. Like I was up until like 3 a.m. suffering from fever and chills, finally passed out. And then in the morning, uh, Saturday morning, it was like having the worst hangover of your life without actually mm. having like, getting drunk the night before. It was rough. My head was throbbing. I felt weak. 
Um, so it was a rough Saturday, uh, but by Sunday I was feeling pretty good. Kind of like what you said, like it was, it's like it didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like just like a rite of passage almost. Like you have to get through this tough experience, um, but then once you're through it, it's you're good to go. And right. Did you have anything that like helped you with with your symptoms and how you were feeling? Did, did anything you do help, or did you suffer through? Mostly suffer through it. Like I try to drink as much water as possible, but that didn't seem to help mm-hmm. that much. Um, I, I really, especially Saturday when I had that throbbing headache, I wanted to take like Advil or Tylenol, mm-hmm. and I like I didn't ask them when at the the medical center where I got the vaccine, but I should have. I, I I looked up, you know, does <laughs> does Advil or Tylenol affect the vaccine at all? Because I wasn't sure, you mm-hmm. know, and all the research that I found said, like, like, we were not sure, basically. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit, I guess I'll just suffer through things. I, I don't want to fuck this vaccine mm-hmm. up. Um, so, yeah, I basically just suffered, uh, drank as much water and rested as much as I could. Um, but again, yeah. it's just like, it just seems like something you have to get through. Um, so, yeah, that's what I did. Um, and I, I got to kind of put you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I apologize, but about two months ago ish, <laughs> you were kind of against getting, or at least not sure about getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just wondering what changed your mind. Like, what was your motivation to get it? <laughs> Are you trying to get me to give you a shout out? Um, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But if um, you do, that's really, fine. <laughs> no, really, it was. So you and I had had a conversation about it when I had shared that with you. That I was like little bit hesitant just because I, I my natural state is to just question everything and to worry about everything and to think yeah I, I guess like the worst usually mm-hmm. um and so yeah in that conversation we kind of just talked about I had said you know being worried about like the timeline and how fast it came out and then sure. you, you just pointed out how yeah like we've done vaccines in the past like we've got a a system of trial and error we have um, these, you know, these systems in place to make sure that things are created safely and effectively. Yeah. And then also we discussed, you know, who, who we're looking to for answers in all of this and who we're trusting with, uh, like solutions and everything to the whole pandemic. And, you know, we, we both agreed with like the science and the science is, is where we kind of are placing our trust right now and where mm-hmm. we're hoping to, to find the best answers. And, you pointed out to me very point blank that just that's okay. Then that's what the scientists, that's what that side of things are, is suggesting, you know, everybody get vaccinated um, or as many people as possible. That's the the quickest and the safest way out of all of this. Um, we do have effective processes and uh, trials and all of that. Um, and then I, I also kind of realized with that conversation where my worries with it were lying with like how it would affect me. Right. Um, and realistically, like, I'm not really worried about that. Like, it kind of brought that out. Like, I'm, I don't really care about me so much. Like, my, my goals for getting the vaccine would be to, to help society in, in general and other people and keep other people safe. Um, so if that's if that's a way I can do it, then, you know, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to do it then. Um, and then pretty much right after that, my work came out with a – statement that they were putting on a clinic they were working with a local company to get a, a clinic going for our staff and get everybody vaccinated um so i i signed up as soon as i could 
Nice. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't, I wasn't trying to fish for uh, praise <laughs> or anything like that. I just was wondering what your motivation was, like, if you were thinking, mm-hmm. like, post-vaccine, like, what your life would be like if that was motivating you. Um, I, like, I get, yeah, it did after the fact, you know what I mean? Like, when, after I decided I was going to get it, then I was like, oh, well, look at all these cool things I'll then probably be able to do and actually... Yeah, that does give, it felt like it gave me more freedom as well. But that, it, you know, that wasn't like the only reason I I wanted to get it or anything. Because yeah. realistically, anything that I think I'll want to do this next year, like it's probably still going to get canceled anyway. Right. Um, so uh, as long as I can just, yeah, still do what I, what I can and be safe about it, then that's cool. Nice. Have you heard about these uh, potential vaccine passports? Yes. Yep. Do you have any thoughts about that? Like, do you think they're um, they're okay? I, I, I guess. Uh, so, like, I don't think they're that, like, foreign of an idea. You know, I don't think it's that out there. I don't think it's that weird of a thing because, you know, when I uh, studied abroad, I had to get some vaccinations and I had to have a vaccination port passport to prove that and show mm-hmm. that. And that was to keep those local communities safe, to keep myself safe, and then to keep my community safe when I returned. Um, and I, like, I never questioned that, you know, I never felt yeah. like I was being imposed upon by having to carry this easy piece of paper around that just said, I got this shot. Um, <laughs> so I, I really, um, I, I don't know, because I, I guess my concerns with it come in where like allowing different people to do different things based on their own opinions of the vaccine or um, like requiring that to be able to do certain things. Right, right. I get it because like that's the easiest way to do it, right? If everybody at an event is vaccinated, like everybody's kind of, that feels a lot safer, I think. Um, But if you say only people with passports can come into A, B, and C, that I don't know. I just think that A, B, and C shouldn't be happening then. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough situation. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, on on the surface, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And like you said, there's precedence for like their vax. I mean, I don't think they call the vaccine passport when you're in, right. traveling internationally, yeah. but I know what you mean. And so it's like there's precedence for it. And it makes sense to me. Um, but like then again, you think about how some people can't get the vaccine um, right. because of you know prior health conditions and then like from the start you know the government has said like we're not going to force you to get the vaccine mm-hmm. so it's like but then you have these <laughs> clearly it's a it would be a benefit to get the vaccine if these vaccine passports are imposed so right. it's like all right so you're not technically forcing people to get the vaccine but you kind of indirectly are because then they can't do anything without it mm-hmm. Yep. It's tough. I'm sure there's more nuance to it than I'm understanding, but I, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You're so, good. like, other than not not being sure about the vaccine passport, like, I still think people should get the vaccine. I mean, like you said, it's, like, who gives a shit about yourself, you know? Not, mm-hmm. like, not you, but, like, people should not give a shit about themselves, but, like, they should give a shit about other people. Yeah. So that that's the whole thing. That's been the whole thing from the start, right? Like wear a mask, not for you, to right. pr- protect other people. So get a vaccine, not necessarily for yourself. 
um, but for other people. So we can actually get past this. If you really care about getting past this, then get the vaccine if you can. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, talking to me about this. I know (laughs) you didn't necessarily want to, so I appreciate your time. Yeah. You're welcome.